Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we no longer talk about Animorphs because we've already done that. But we're not ready to say goodbye to Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant. Turns out they wrote more books. What? Books that we will be reading and casually discussing? You bet. Join us on the 1st and the 15th of each month as we morph into the Apple Grant Book Club. It wasn't um, Lady Godiva. <laughs> Lady I remember Godiva. that. Children <laughs> No, that's wrong. Tim uh, <laughs> fucked with me so bad on that answer. Tim's like the chocolate lady. And I was like, well, I guess I was mistaken that she was a real god. And then two minutes later, Jenna's like, no, that's a real god. And I was like, Tim! Was she a god? <laughs> I don't know. She was naked, right? She was She's naked. naked on she a rode horse. a horse, and I only know that because like, there was a Charmed episode about it. Did did uh, is, is she the lady that said she was wearing clothes? The Emperor's <laughs> new the Emperor's new groom. Uh, new groom. Yeah. <laughs> lady Godiva. What the fuck? That's are you? the you've, you're literally singing the entirety of what I know from that song. Yep. She's a noble woman. There you go. A noble woman who maybe she... protected donkeys. Degree. She... <laughs> Wikipedia has, a, has an article title called Degree of Nudity. This <laughs> lady can a category. <laughs> this is a whole debate about was she actually completely nude or just partially nude? Socks. Wow. What? Covering... She wore socks. <laughs> she wore socks. That's how you know it's time for business. I was when it's time for business, it's literally just business. thinking that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm already crying. We're only like a few minutes in. I'm already crying. I'm already. I've already Wait, got oh, sweaty hands. Yeah, I'm sweaty. You even told me why Lady Godiva was naked. Yeah. Why, Casey? Why? Oh, was sorry. Lady <laughs> why was she naked? Oh, this is no, gonna take some... for her business socks. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Um, probably from like sock of the month club, like Hank Green sending her. She took tattered ankle socks every month. They were okay. Her husband was oppressively taxing the land. She was like, "Stop it!" And he was like, "No." Um, and he's like, "I'll lower the taxes if you strip naked and ride a horse through the streets of the town." So she did. That's the story. That's pretty badass. <laughs> She's like, I don't give a fuck. Behold. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So was he proud of her? Was he Sir Godiva? I guess. Because women were property. You had to take the man's name. You had to walk behind the man. Lord Godiva. (laughs) We had a we had a whole discussion one time about how I didn't I, I don't think the taking of last names makes sense. What you should do is mush the last names. But I want to pick one. Like a new one. Like, like a new... Okay. Falcon Hammer. Falcon Hammer. <laughs> That's badass. Right? Scott Falcon Hammer. <laughs> it's so cool. 
I oh, mean, your Fuck. thing was becoming the Birdman, so why not have <laughs> yeah. a bird last name? There you go. To why wouldn't you be Alex Birdman? I could be Alex Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. Whoa. Whoa. Fight <laughs> the landman? I don't know. Oh, Christ. Harvey Birdman was an attorney. <laughs> At law? Yeah. Birdman. So I think that works. I feel like it's fine. It's all fine. Oh, no. We've taken I Casey out. She's choking on soda. Oh, no. Oh, it was no. it was the Birdman that got her. The Birdman took her down. This is the last episode of Animorphs Anonymous because Casey died from a Birdman incident. Birdman. I can't even defend myself. I'm only blowing my fucking nose. I like that now. The, the accent is very much on the bird. bird yeah. Birdman. 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 You know what? You know what Alex Birdman would do? Alex Birdman would give out women weapons. Women weapons for the Birdman? Yes. I have my women weapon right in my drawer. You want to see it, Tim? Tim, you want to see my women weapon? You're going to have to explain to people what a women women is. I feel like it's self-explanatory. It's when someone gives you a women women because they support women. When that person is Albert Duh. You can't mispronounce stuff and then say it's self-explanatory. I do it all the time, Tim. Where do you think Calliope came from? Calliope. It also didn't make sense. I feel like it made perfect sense because you asked somebody else and they said, yeah, this is clearly Calliope because it's spelled like cantaloupe. You had a really hard time saying Calliope, didn't you? Like a really hard time. I'm having a stroke because I don't remember which one's right. (laughs) Oh, no. They're both equally difficult to say. Caillou. 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 Caillope. Caillope. Calliope was shortened to Cali, and that's what we were talking about, was that the the two L's should make the... The the, Y sound. Yeah, it's it's French. It's French. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's Spanish. Is it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. (laughs) I'm probably wrong. French tortillas. (laughs) Tortilla. Wait. Hmm. If it okay, if we're being real, if tortilla was a French word, it would probably be pronounced like oyeas or something. <laughs> My favorite thing about the French language is like, here's a word with 14 letters of it. Pronounce three of them. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Side note: This is my favorite thing about Steve from Botched. Botched Steve, you guys. If you aren't listening to Botched, go listen to it. But Steve. this is my favorite thing about Botched Steve. Every single one of you guys gives me words to fuck me up. Steve keeps giving me French words and is amazed when I nail them. Every fu- And that is my favorite part about Steve. <laughs> He's like, I'll get her. I'll get- watch this. <laughs> and I'm like, you idiot. I'm from Canada. Steve is from Louisiana. So it's yeah. like battling French people. <laughs> Dis- displaced Wait, French people. Louisiana. What did I say? Wait a minute. You said Louisiana. No. Where did Lithuania I heard Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> that Lithu- little known state, Louis- the 52nd Lithu- state, Lithuana. Lithuana. Oh, the no. 
The Lusitania? <laughs> I can't even say Lithuania now. Like, I have to think about it forever. <laughs> Steve, where are you from? Solid discourse. Knowledge. That's how you avoid saying Louisiana. <laughs> Be more specific like, about the you thing. Cheater. <laughs> Alex is cheating. I'll say Louisiana all goddamn day long, Tim. Yeah, if you Look thought me, about I it for a while. Louisiana. I, I did not. I could say Lithuania after I thought about it for a I long could time. I say Lithuania too without thinking about it. And Louisiana. And Lithuania. <laughs> That's a made-up ass word. Yup. You can't say made-up words wrong because there's nothing to compare them to. Why isn't it Louisiana? All words are made. <laughs> All words are made up. I like that. Isn't it Louisiana? Louisiana. My Louis. There's. I mean, you got Louis, this is which like is like Scussy. Scussy. What's the kid? With wait no. With no Wisconsin. The last two minutes, we've said exactly zero words correctly. I think we've said a few. Oh, in God. The <laughs> oh, no. I can't. So, Everworld, what's up with that? Everworld, am I right? I know. Why isn't it Louisville? <laughs> By the same token, Lewis. I did say Louisville until recently. Because <laughs> that's the words that it says. I didn't understand that you couldn't move your mouth when you say words. <laughs> it's the best ventriloquism word ever. Because your mouth doesn't move when you say it anyway. Yeah, pretty much. You nailed that one. <laughs> you can move your mouth when you say Everworld. <laughs> Earl. Oh, just kidding. Earl. You don't have to. Everworld. Earl. This is great. <laughs> This is good audio. This is perfect audio. I think Casey just short circuited. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! Yes. What? Um. I, I don't know what to do, because usually we're like, oh, we read a book this week. Let's talk about the book that we read. But We like, read a book two weeks ago. We did read a book two weeks ago. Does anyone remember what happened in the book? Yeah. Because we, yeah. we were mad. I was so mad. Like, I was mad at the boys. There was, there was Senna. Yeah. And she was all being all weird, and we think she might be a witch, because she got these four kids transported to a some, witch. like... <laughs> some like fantastical Narnia like realm that turns out to be the place of gods, but it's more than just the Norse gods. And then when when people like 
sleep, they maybe go back. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to sleep in the, that world, they maybe go back to Everworld again. And it's really hard to tell. Yeah. And then, like, Loki was there and he tra- captured the four heroes. And then they escaped. And I think that's where we were. Yeah. Thereabouts. Okay, I went down a mental minefield when you said Narnia, because I'm all like, oh yeah, Narnia, the line was Jesus. And then I was like, do you think Jesus is in these books? Oh. Uh, right? Maybe. What if he's like, just like a super lame god? Like, it's a, like, so, Loki and the Pantheon. Okay. So, I, I know I keep talking about this, but like, yeah. it, it's only because it relates. But when you read the Iron Druid Chronicles, um, all the gods of the different, like, factions exist and it's like a whole big bunch of books and it's really good and i enjoyed it a lot um but jesus was in there and he was like the chillest coolest guy like for his parts oh like, i he bet. never really did anything except for like talk to the guy and just kind of hang out and be cool and i was like what an awesome like dude you know it was i, I thought it was a pretty cool representation of yeah. like the idea you know so like if he shows up, no, he won't show up this. But if he does, I hope it's the same. I hope he's just, like, hanging out, like, being cool, you know? That's, yeah, I can see that. Yep. I'm into it. He's just a fucking dude. He just wants yeah, to hang yeah, and yeah, yeah. give you a fish. Teach yeah, you how to fish. Right. Or give you some wine. Give you some wine. Yeah. Consume his flesh in a pagan ritual. All the other gods were, like, fighting and stuff, and he was like, Whatever. Hanging out. It's like, whatever, man. Yeah. Shit. I guess we'll have to find out if Jesus is in Everworld. <laughs> but, like, is he a god? Next time on... <laughs> Next time on Everworld. Where is Jesus? Who is Jesus? When what is Jesus? Jesus? <laughs> will you wear Jesus? <laughs> when will you wear Jesus? What's like, he's, like he's a designer. Like we're walking the red carpet. Like who are you wearing tonight? Oh, this is Jesus. This is Jesus. I'm going to listen. I have never been invited to a red carpet event. I never will be, most likely. But if I am, <laughs> you bet I have an answer now. This is Jesus. What are you wearing tonight? This is Jesus. Oh, no. This little thing, I like to call it the body and blood of Christ. <laughs> and she's walking through with a bottle of wine. And they're like, you can't bring that in. No, it's okay. It's only water. Wink. It was water when I started. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this personality I'm going to adopt at this direct carpet it. event? Adopt you're just doing an Alex impression. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing an Austin of Alex impression. I don't know how to parse this, but yes. <laughs> I'm just being Austin being me. Oh, God. All right. We want to find out what happens to these fucking kids. Yeah. These fucking kids who, when we last left them, they were like, where are all these fucking clothes in this boat and this turkey come yeah. from? And then they rounded the corner and they were not alone. I think that's where we left off. Yeah. Oh, My shit. favorite part of the book is coming up like <gasps> right now. What? Okay. Okay. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> you stop me when it happens. Okay. Okay. 
So the kids are on the boat and they come across a village on their left. And there's so many boats anchored at the port, all the fucking boats. And you know, they're going to start talking about boats pretty soon. Um, a couple, there's some Vikings all there also. And the Vikings are like, Hey, what's up? You guys are weird. You have weird names. Are you the minstrels that the King ordered? And Christopher's like, yes, in fact, we are those minstrels that you just mentioned. And the Vikings are like, if you're minstrels, give us a song. And they're all like, April, do something. And she's like, I don't know any Viking songs. And Christopher's like, just sing something about killing. And she's like, oh, I know a song that has the word killing in it. She starts singing Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. That was my favorite part. <laughs> that was like such a nut. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a 90s very, memory. Yeah. That felt very Animorphs to me. Yeah. Was just like drop a 90s band in there, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's also like, but really imagine, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to derail. Really imagine singing that song a cappella to a crowd of strangers. Like, really put yourself in that moment. Strangers who have not heard this song because it's not possible for them to have heard this song. It's This is like, but like Bill and Ted. The gaps, think of the gaps with how that song goes. Because it's strumming my pain with his fingers. Silence, 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 <laughs> silence. Singing my, like, right? That's awkward as fuck, right? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta acapella it there's so many like layers you gotta no she nope. didn't she just sang it straight <laughs> yeah she was just like okay let's speed it up let's let's cut out all these fucking silences in here i don't know man but apparently she sings it real good because they all cry yeah they, but they hadn't like they made it sound like music was just like a new concept yeah, they they did because yeah. it was mostly poetry before, like spoken yeah. word poetry. Yeah, and I imagine like if you're like Viking dude and you're like Valhalla or whatever, and you're like hanging out being a Viking, and then you like finally hear music of some sort, it probably like it probably hit kind of hard. Odin like, does <laughs> sing my life with his song. It'd be like, what are these? <laughs> what are these feelings? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is an emotion. Like, yeah, when Viking back there trying to fight himself, like there's, <laughs> there's evil inside me now. <laughs> a siren song. <laughs> uh, wait, that's a pirate thing. Never mind. <laughs> I'm mixing up my what? unwashed dudes. <laughs> what are Vikings except pirates persevering? I couldn't. I kind of bailed out at the end. I couldn't. I was trying to come up with a different word besides persevere. Oh no! Nope. That's it. <laughs> Persecute. Persecute. <laughs> Pillaging. Uh, no, pirates also do that. Fuck. Damn it. All I know about Vikings is that they mostly live in Minnesota. What? Uh. <laughs> Dabs. <laughs> Listen, I've had some beer. What are Vikings but pirates from Minnesota? There we go. Dude, we did it! You solved it! That's how it is! They're northern Vikings with cool helmets. That's accurate. That's how it is. Yep. <laughs> 
This is how this how it be. That's that's just how it be sometimes. Okay. April sings the song to them and they love it. Um, and then the Vikings are like, cool, you can come hang with us. They go through the village. Um, there's a lot of details about the Vikings and the Norsemen and the scenery, and I personally don't give a shit about it. Um, but basically, all of the men are very buff and gross, and they spit and drool and drink beer, and David feels very emasculated by this. This is the main takeaway. He's like, these are real men, and I'm a boy. Um, the guy that's guiding them's name is Thorolf. Thorolf shit. Fuck. No, I think you nailed it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Guy. Uh, Thorolf, I think. Uh, Thoralf. 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 Thorax. Uh, <laughs> he's like, come hang with his horses that I have over here. Thoralf carries around the Thorax. Thor- uh, That's the- his weapon. Oh, no. It's this a- is my Thorax. <laughs> thorax. <laughs> I'd be that little dumb shit who's like, no, that's not your thorax. That's not what that is. I'm actually on ribcage. <laughs> it's only a part of your thorax. Actually, you don't even have a thorax because oh you're not an insect. Yeah, you're not an insect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He he makes him go into a corral with a bunch of horses to hang out. And he's like, I'm going to bring you food and drink. And he walks off, and they realize he's smoking a cigar, because Michael Grand is here. And Jaleel <laughs> is like, hey, tobacco's a New World plant, and also there's a bunch of other fucking shit around here that shouldn't be around here. Therefore, this is not a dream, because everybody speaks English, and I would not be dumb enough to mix cultures like this in a dream. I was like, this- that's not how dreams work. Like, right. Super yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I was like, that's... Th- that's all the more reason to think it's a dream right. when shit runs together. Right. I yeah. guess Jaleel has very sensical dreams all the time. Ugh. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that I related so hard to him at some point. <laughs> you also have very sensical dreams. No, my dreams are fucking batshit, but like just some of the stuff he was doing, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of liked him for a little bit. Do y'all, do y'all, when you wake up, do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. Uh, Mines have to be like epic. Like I almost died in that dream for me to remember it. Otherwise, it's just a shambled mess, and I, you know, I'll catch like flashes of it or something. But I've never, mm-hmm. like, it, it. I just don't wake up and recall. Mm-hmm. I know that I had dreams, and I know that I can remember flashes of them. And that what I do remember is super nonsensical. That's I don't like almost ever remember my dreams. But there was like a couple weeks where I got to sleep for a normal amount of time. And all of a sudden I remembered like all of my dreams. Was this the week I visited you? I think so. Okay. And like, it was just the most batshit stuff. And like, I could go back and find them because I told people all about my dreams, which is what everybody wants to hear, by the way. On everyone. Oh. I have like recurring, like the, re- not recurring. Well, I guess they are recurring, but it's not like, every night kind of recurring, but like the stress dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like I have those. What kind of stress dreams do you have? I mean, they're just as nonsensical, but they're like, it'll be like, I've had this dream before. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh And then like, I'll Google the meaning of it. And I'm like, (laughs) ah, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to put any stock in this whole like dream meaning thing, but it's like, 
why are they always so accurate? And I know that Jenna would just tell me that it's because they're they're vague and they'll fit in. And like, that's probably true. But every time I read it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's so accurate. Like, these are the stressors that I have in my life right now. Okay. That's interesting because I had a dream interpretation book once that oh. I didn't pre-read it. I just I was like, oh, I want to interpret my dreams, whatever. Every single thing I looked up was, you are sexually repressed. <laughs> so this was a Freud one, I think. So, like, that's just gonna be the answer to everything. It was a dream interpretation pamphlet. It's just like that's all it was. Are you sexually? Did you dream? You are sexually repressed. (laughs) This is your brain processing your emotions on how you're sexually repressed. (laughs) So, I didn't know there could be other interpretations of dreams. Oh, yeah, no, like, I'll read it and it'll be like, you're stressed about work. And I'm like, I am stressed about work. And I'm like, wait, I'm always stressed about work. That wasn't it. Oh, like, no. you didn't. It's like a horoscope. took the obvious one. Oh, no. I did have a stress dream once during this week where we we were recording DNDB and we went to break. And when we came back, nobody was ready to go. And there was also a new person on this recording. And everybody just looked at me and said that I did such a shitty job <gasps> that we weren't even going to go bother to finish the episode. I remember you telling me about that. And then I woke up. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I don't like sleeping a lot more and having dreams. <laughs> it makes me feel bad. <laughs> oh, no. Alex is like the Vikings when they first heard a song. It's like, what are these emotions? What is? What are these feelings? I don't like it. I wasn't expecting it, and I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Oh shit! I was ba- I was like, you can kick me off the show. Just please tell the audience what's happening. <laughs> oh no, that's was sad. No one would ever kick you off the show. I would in a heartbeat. No, <laughs> I I forbid you. Oh, anyway, all that dream shit aside, the a woman comes by. She brings some food, water, and beer. And they all split up the food, and Christopher freaks out. He's like, oh, my God, there's beer. I'm a boy, whatever. And David wants us to know that he doesn't drink because of a personal choice. I hate this kid so much. Fucking <laughs> right. I was like, why Why is this relevant? Who fucking cares? It's fucking not relevant, okay? Just sure, like, you don't drink. Just lord that over us, because we're all gonna think you're so fucking cool because you don't drink. You don't give in to peer pressure or whatever. Fucking nerd. Like, if you don't want to drink, I don't give a fuck, but, like, don't be a dick about Listen, you fucking idiot. Drink some fruit wine and go to Denny's at 3 a.m. like the rest of us, you goddamn pussy. I can't have this conversation when I'm tipsy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I'm glad you had the same reaction as me, though. I was like, who fucking cares, my dude? It's funny because, like, I almost never drank in high school. (laughs) But I just really want to come down on this kid. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, It's just the way it was stated. It was like, oh, I'm so much better than you. Because it was my choice. I'm a good boy. Anyway, he drinks the water instead and Thorough blasted him. And he's like, you dumb fucking idiot. Why would you drink the wash water and leave the beer? I mean, to be fair, they probably got cholera from this. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. 
That water is not. Don't, they don't have cholera in the sure? imaginary world. Oh. Like, are, you sh- I, are you sure? Yes. Yes. I am sure that they don't have basic Germans. viruses in the god world. Then Germans. why would you have to drink? Is cholera a, beer? a virus? Cholera I'm might pretty not sure be a it's virus. A bacteria. Yeah. Okay, they don't have. They don't have. They don't have bacteria. Cholera. Um, there's no bacteria. Unless there's a god bacteria god that the bacteria. other tiny regular bacteria worship. <gasps> it's a bacterial what disease. If- yeah, yeah, what if these kids brought in, what if they brought in the bacteria? They're going to destroy the god worlds with the tiniest invaders. They're the Columbus. You, <laughs> they you know, sailed the ocean blue. I feel like, like, the gods, they could, like, god destroy the bacteria. It's too small to him. They can't see it. <laughs> Unless it's god bacteria, like I said. Like, what, what bacteria, what if that's what humans are? Are the, humans the are bacteria, god bacteria. Yeah, the bacteria. The what bacteria are humans but bacteria oh. persevering? <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That's going to fuck me up for a minute. <laughs> After I have a few more sips. Why would bacteria me. fight itself, though? Because we fight each other all the time. Yeah, maybe they don't know that's what they're doing. They're like, they go in and they attack the, the, the world around them, and they're like, this is what the god wants me to do, like, the human god that I am worshipping. So the bacteria thinks they're the white blood cells, but they're not. They're right. Mm-hmm. And antibiotics are plague. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're against what we have been taught. No. That they should be avoided at all cost. They are not of human. They Shit. are of God. <laughs> no, that is that is God to them is human. Oh, I thought we were talking about the antibiotics for God. It no. I see. It's I'm get, yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah. But like viruses. I'm new to religion, Tim. <laughs> the the bacterial religion that I've just created. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Hang on. Does does bacteria mutate? Because viruses mutate, and I would say that humans <gasps> mutate because we're the adaptable. X-Men. The, okay, the X-Men are the viruses. Wait. No. Shit. So you're saying that the regular bacteria humans are, are regular like really bacteria. Wait, no. Regular bacteria represent the humans, and then the mutant... Are the virus bacteria because they represent the X Men? Yeah, and so like there's a battle between the different kinds of bacteria because uh-huh. the 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 mutant bacteria has special powers, and the the regular bacteria are like no, that's, we can't allow that. We have to be like yeah terrible to them. Yeah, that's why the but humans like, were dicks to the mutants, right? But like for real, do you not think that you could just put Patrick Stewart his first? <laughs> voiceover of the original x-men about jumping forward thousands of years in evolution sporadically uh-huh. over a virus mutating rapidly and it wouldn't apply shit oh shit oh shit solved we are we are here <laughs> tonight <laughs> there's some there's a spirit Wait, here hold on. you have to send that to who is it 
it was it was Steph that wanted a writing prompt. Yes. There's your writing prompt. There's your writing prompt right there. It's like, it's X-Men but viruses. Yeah. And we are the voices of the Vi-Ri, which is what I'm deciding is the multiple of viruses. Oh, no. You have a murder of viruses. A murder of viruses. Oh, my God. What would you call a group of viruses? A phlegm. A phlegm. phlegm. (laughs) That's good. A snot rocket. A snot rocket. <laughs> a cu- culture. A culture of viruses. A cu- oh, that, that, God damn it, Tim. Yeah, that, 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 that was it. That, 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 that's yeah. it. A culture of viruses. That's it. A culture. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. cheese. And because that's what <laughs> humans are. are. We have culture. <gasps> we have because culture. we are the viruses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck. Okay. The kids go to the table where all of the Vikings sit. And there's a man there, and he's a big man. His name's Olaf Iron something. I don't remember what it is. Iron chain, iron face, iron leg, something like that. Um, and he's like, these fucking minstrels better be good or my dudes are going to kill them. And another Viking's like, no, I'll throw them into the fire like one of the sun worshippers. And then they argue amongst themselves about how the sun worships kill their victims, and there's lots of well actuallys going on. And then the king's like, all right, minstrels, do entertain me, motherfuckers. And the kids are like, oh, no, we don't have any ideas. What are we going to do? And the Vikings start getting agitated about this. And then suddenly Christopher breaks into the Battle Hymn of the Republic, but the lyrics are altered to suit the Vikings and their agenda. Vikings are astonished by this, and they want more. And then everybody joins in, and they're a huge hit. And then the trolls walk in. What do we think about this? I don't know that it ever, like, at any point in any story... Has it been like, oh, and then the trolls walk in and be like, oh, all right, we're in for a good time now. <laughs> trolls are usually pretty chill. Everything trolls changed. are pretty chill. <laughs> when the trolls, when the trolls attack. attack. <laughs> but they look like those those little troll dolls that have the hair <gasps> that sticks up. The hair so that the babies like, put in their mouths. What, what were you supposed to do with the jewel? Like, rub the jewels? I don't know. I don't really understand the purpose of troll dolls, if I'm being honest. I hated them. I'm going to find somewhere where I can purchase, like, a thousand of them and have them shipped to your house for Christmas. Hooray! I'm going to be so baffled. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the point? What do I do with these? They have hair. They're plastic. They can't go in the water. They're naked. They're naked. <laughs> they can't go in the water because the hair. The hair, they can't go in the water. Shit, in the they're water. not even bath toys. What the fuck? They're not. If they go in the water, they'll multiply. <laughs> after <laughs> midnight. If you feed them after midnight, they'll turn to gremlins. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Or no, that's they'll, right. they'll spawn gremlins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't have more than a thousand troll dolls to begin with, so this is just... Would the pigeons have fun with the troll dolls? Maybe for like two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> Just the first thing you put a troll doll in front of nine, he's like, kill it. Oh, yeah. He'd knock it over <laughs> and then coo at it and walk away <laughs> feeling like he'd Which won. 100% the same thing I would do. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. He's such a big man. In his mind. <laughs> a big, strong man. A god, even. One may say... <laughs> 
He has little pigeon bacteria that worship him. <laughs> he does. I've seen it. Pigeonteria. <gasps> Pigeria. Pigeria. That sounds like a Pokemon. That sounds like Disturbia. Like it's the same like Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Al version of the song is Pigeria. Pigeria. <laughs> oh God, I still need to see that movie. Disturbia? No, the Weird Al. Oh, I was like, if you hadn't watched it by now, I don't think you're gonna. Disturbia. That, that's a, wait, Disturbia's a movie? Wait, no. That's wasn't a Rihanna it? song. Yeah, but wasn't there a movie? Fuck. Shit, hold on, what am I thinking of? I mean, there might be. I Google. thought it was the guy from, uh, shit. This. What was, the guy from Dawson's Creek was in it. I don't want to work. Oh, uh, the rapper? Oh, it is a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. See? Oh, uh, see? Okay. 2007. Right. I know what I'm talking about. And is the guy from Dawson's Creek in it? Uh, the rapper? What's his name? There wasn't a rapper in Dawson's Creek. The, no, but didn't one of the guy from Dawson's Creek become a rapper? <laughs> Look, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <gasps> <gasps> oh, Shia LaBeouf was in it, not the guy from Dawson's Creek. Yeah, but he's a rapper. Viola Davis. Shia LaBeouf is not a rapper. No, the guy in the wheelchair from Dawson's Creek. There wasn't a guy in a wheelchair from Dawson's Creek. That's you're thinking of Drake. Yes, Drake and Josh. He wasn't in. He was in the Canadian show. Is that not what we're talking? About? Degrassi. He Degrassi. was in Degrassi. There we go. Listen. There we go. Two teen shows. They both start with D. What are we supposed to do with that? I've never watched either of them. Not to either. no one's surprise. I've only watched the OC. That was such a wild conversation when you kept saying the rapper from Dawson's Creek. Who's the rapper? I'm like, what is happening? Wait, who's the rapper from Degrassi? Pat- Drake. Drake was oh, in Dawson's Creek? That's- okay, fine. Yes, correct. Yeah. I was like, Pacey is not a rapper. <laughs> I don't know who Pacey is. Pacey was in Fringe. Fringe? What? Fringe was a good show. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. I, you know what? I might get judged for that one, but I liked I it. I Whatever. Is it about haircuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that a haircut term? Fringe? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... Heads? <laughs> I'm gesturing to my head. It's not working. Um, it's, like, it's like the edge of the, the hair, especially the bang parts. Fringe? Yeah. Fringe is the area next to the green when you play golf. That's the only time I I thought it was the rough. You're the rough. No, the rough is where you don't want to be. (laughs) You're the rough. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) It wouldn't be the least accurate thing anybody's ever described (laughs) me with. (laughs) How did we get on Dawson's Creek into Dawson's Creek? We're talking about golf now, Tim. Keep oh, up. Sorry, sorry. I just really like. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The rapper. The rapper. What are you talking about? The other thing is, is the only name I could come up with was Jake, who is a singer, Jake. but not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> from Animorphs. Yeah, Jake from Animorphs. <laughs> He's a singer now. So trolls, they're here. Um, they're like, "Hey, Loki sent us. He lost some of his guests," and the king's like, "Oh yeah." And the trolls are like, yeah, it's those guys over there. And the king's like, those are my minstrels. And the troll's like, but they're Loki's guests, actually. And the king's like, are you calling me a liar? And then he goes on to this monologue. 
about how they're going to go Viking and destroy the sun worshippers that ally themselves with the Hetwan, and they'll collect the ransom demanded by Loki using their super secret awesome weapon that Loki will release the god Odin from his torture prison. And he's all like, I'm going to pay that ransom. I am not Loki's whipping boy, so fuck off. And the trolls are like, yeah, never mind. Those aren't Loki's guests at all. We're going to go. And then the king demands another song of the children. And then David thinks, yes, we will sing you whatever the hell you want. Because singing for the king means we will stay alive. I feel like the bard of the group rolled a nat 20 on that first performance, then on a deception check, and then again on a performance like three straight crit 20s in that hole. Fuck yeah. I feel like the DC Exchange. was set super low on the first yeah. roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. first performance <laughs> roll. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to get behind the scenes here, but <laughs> you're meta gaming, Alex. <laughs> I'm metagaming Everworld. <laughs> the DC was like five tops. <laughs> he rolled a seven. <laughs> but no, you know that deception check had to be high for the trolls because the trolls were like, it's, it's them over there. And they were like, no, we're not the trolls. I don't see it. Could have been an intimidation depending on oh, strengths. Could have been. Mm-hmm. If the trolls looked like the little troll dolls, just like we said, I'd buy that. I yeah, would buy that. They scared. So, the children perform for the Vikings until the wee hour of the morning. Everyone loves them. They throw food at them, and April eats meat. It's very cool. Uh, everybody gets drunk, passes out, and pisses themselves. Thorolf escorts the kids out of town through a forest to his farm. It basically alludes to the fact that the king is keeping him safe to stick it to Loki and will not hesitate to throw them under the bus if it benefits him. And they're like, okay, cool. Love that. Love that for us. Um, and then they get to the farm and Thorolf's wife is not happy about housing them because it's dangerous if Loki's looking for them, but she agrees to take them in. And the kids pass out in the cow barn. And uh, David wakes up in his own bedroom and he deduces it's a different day. He thinks about calling Jaleel, but it's like three in the morning. He decides to go right to Senna's house. Like a creep, he climbs up the side of her house, sneaks in through her second story window at three in the morning, and he opens her window and sneaks in, and he's like, Senna, are you there? It's me, David. I love you. And this voice says, I was wondering if this is going to be your first move. She's not here. A light comes on. April is there, and she nods and says, yes, it's real. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh... I'll keep going then, I guess. <laughs> comments. <laughs> comments, questions, I, concerns. <laughs> I want I, I I'm really attached. I didn't like the David character until Casey started playing the David character. Yeah, now, I'm, now I'm really I'm, into yeah, it. Yeah, I was super invested. <laughs> and I think that just goes to show how proper casting can oh, really no. make the difference. It's true. It's really true. Like I'm invested now. Oh, You've no. done something to the character no. that just yeah. Hi, Sana, I love you. That's <laughs> me. That's me. I love you. Come out of your window. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, April's in the room, and this room is weird because they look around and it feels very empty and generic. Like nothing in the room is something that Sana would have picked out. There's like stock photos as posters and like other bullshit very weird um and april's like yeah senna disappeared three days ago and the timelines between everworld and here are fucked up and different and also we have memories of both worlds 
Um, and then April goes into the fact that she is Senna's stepsister, and nobody knows what happens to Senna's mom. Let's put a pin in that for eventually down the road. I think, Tim, you said something about something weird about that. Um, and that their parents are trying to act worried about where Senna's gone, but she thinks they just feel relieved. And they talk about whether their true real selves are here or in Everworld. And Senna had once told April that dreams were real, but they were happening in a different time and place. David angrily looks around, feeling betrayed that Senna left him no clues, and he wishes that they could bring some ammo or, like, a tank back to Everworld with them. And April's like, oh, it's cute that you know, like, what the name of the tank is. And, of course, suddenly he thinks, oh, April's very attractive, and we're both sitting on this bed together. And he tells April that Senna said something that something awful was going to happen, and she asked if David would save her. And April gets this very serious look in her eyes, and she's like, that bitch, she's done it again. And David's like, what? And then he wakes up with a cow in his face. What is this chapter? <laughs> well, okay, so, well, hang on. I can't. Mm. I should wait. I should wait until, like, the should next you? bit. Should you? I should. I should. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to wait. But I think that's the coolest... <laughs> Goddamn Dawson's Creek. Uh, um, I'm up Dawson's Creek without a pet. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, please. I think the, one of my favorite little bits of this book are like... Like... I don't know what you call it. Neat things, we'll call it. Because I don't know how to categorize it. You'll tell me. Because y'all know stuff. Nope. Was the whole like... Like, when we're in Everworld, we know what happens in Everworld. When we're in the real world, we know what happens in the real world. And that there's a bit coming up where they watch a guy as he catches up on what's happened because he, like, falls asleep or whatever and goes to the other world and then he wakes up and you can see and now he knows. Like, the two hymns have caught up to each other. And I thought that was the coolest, like, sci-fi bit of this book. Was like, you don't know what happens in the other world until you're there. And then that person catches up on all the information. And then once you go back, then there's, it's almost like they're separate yous and they have to be reconciled. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the neatest kind of thought in the THOT, in the book. <laughs> That's true because that is extremely sci-fi because it's right. like file right. saving. Mm-hmm. Like you have your yeah. working in file yeah. Actually, that's, see, this is why I have to, like, I gibber on for a long time incoherently, and then one of you, like, succinctly puts it. It's the- not incoherently, <laughs> because I understood it and then said a thing. That was just it's, what you said. It's not like whipping, whipping. Whipping, whipping, whipping. That would, that's incoherent. <laughs> but no, I did. I thought that was a neat... Like, I know I'm getting a little ahead because that hasn't happened yet. But when they watch it happen, uh-huh. as as he catches up, I just thought that was super cool. That's very cool. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was going to say about this chapter is that I think that April is the real, like, character that is, like, actual, like, Apple Grant and David uh, the more that, that we are going through this, the more I feel like David is, like, they're writing him as a joke, like, to mock him. Because, like, 
David being like, I have these manly things, or I have to be like this, or like, oh, I'm sitting on the bread with April. April's just sitting there going like, that's so cute that you know what tanks are. <laughs> like, she's fucking mocking him to his face. Oh my and God. you cannot convince me otherwise. April that. is the real hero of this story. Oh my God. David is just a kid, though. Like, like that's how I read him. He's just a he's he's a child. He's immature. Yeah, he, yeah. You know what he I'm is. saying? Like he like he doesn't know himself very well. He doesn't understand why he feels the way he does. He doesn't understand what he's capable of, or you know, isn't confident in like, and that becomes you know anger and like all those things. He's just a kid, and he he's more the 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 negative qualities of that than we've seen in other Apple Grant characters. You that's know what I'm fair. saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's Whereas, very fair. Like with the Animorphs and stuff, we saw what what the kids were capable of. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, they they had their pluses and minuses or good days and bad days or whatever. This just seems like a big collection of all the negatives and how the negatives are like just grow up and get past half your stuff and you'll yeah. be okay, you know? He's just, he's so much more immature than any of the Animorphs ever were yeah. to me. And he's, yeah, and he's angry at things that nobody, like, he doesn't need to be angry at. Yeah. You know? I think, and like, just, the other half of that equation, though, is that having read as much of their work as we have, like, I, I don't want to get tricked. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to dismiss it in this kid. And yeah. then it, when they pull like a 180 on us and be like, actually, he is the bad. Like, I don't want to. I feel like they're setting me up. But like, uh-huh. the problem is, is that they'll also set me up just to fuck me over, too. So now I feel double tricked. It, yeah. Isn't that the setup, though? That the could setup be the, is that you're going to read 12 books I'm waiting for, for it. I know. You're going to wait for the, 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 the switch that never comes. And that's how they've gotten you. That's how Apple Grant's gotten into your head. They're, they're fucking they're living, with me, Tim. Yeah, they're living rent free. They're there. living. I mean, they are. They are <laughs> they're living rent free. My- Welcome to live rent free in my head. It is fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Man, I feel like it's a little more of the Grant and a little less of the Apple. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's, he knowing all of his like sort of thoughts on like teen boys and what's funny to teen boys and how to write for boys it's very much uh, that is yeah. Michael Grant yeah 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 for sure for sure shit I just feel like he's the bigger like Norse mythology head than Catherine is and I could be very wrong about that that's just my gut I would say he's the one that's like let's introduce the pantheon of all these gods and Catherine was like alright <laughs> <laughs> oh no now I want to know about this series from behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about this David kid yet. But no, yeah. I, it's like okay, I said, yeah. I, 50% of its name, blindness. I, it might be like me, yeah. like, I, I, like halfway being a David apologist for like why he is the way he is. He sucks. Like, I'm not, like, taking that away from him. Like I said, it's a lot of negative qualities. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the maybe why, you know? I mean, yeah. No, it makes yeah. sense. Like, your argument yeah. is very, very solid. Yeah. I don't want to say that he doesn't suck. He does. Right. Fact, suck. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with examining why somebody sucks. I, I think. <laughs> you know. That is the tagline for the podcast. 
There's nothing wrong with examining why somebody sucks. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> okay, listen, not to bring like true crime into this, because obviously true crime has this problem, but like there is a genuine human interest of like, why is somebody so fucked up and does all these fucked up yeah. things? And there's the people who are all like, I think Jeffrey Dahmer is hot and I feel bad for him. Like, there's a difference. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't One know. One of them's like, I have an interest in not being murdered. So I'd right. like to find out why people murder. Yeah. To see if maybe we could solve this. Yeah. And the other people are like, what a good Halloween a- costume. <laughs> you want to know where my trust level is at right now? Yeah, I thought yeah. Casey was going to be like, not to bring true crime into this, but these five kids did turn a guy into a rat and oh. then strand him. In- <laughs> okay, this is where- which, which among us haven't, Tim? <laughs> but that's where I am. Like, that's it's- such a mood. <laughs> Honestly, I get it. Like- <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to say that they were right or wrong. I'm just going to say that I understand. <laughs> Hashtag ratcation. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Ratcation. ratcation. You monster. <laughs> I'm not saying between the three of us, I would be the one watching the boy turn into a rat and nothlet, but I'm not not the- saying that. Oh my god, my turduck is getting infected. <laughs> Oh, it's because no. of the bacteria. <laughs> the bacteria. Just, they're worshipping you. <laughs> I'm infecting my dear. They're prayers. <laughs> I'm just going to wake up and sneeze and just be like, stop praying, you're killing me. Killing me so <laughs> Oh my god. I don't want to wait. <laughs> This is so fun. I love you guys. This is so fun. We love you, Casey. I didn't want to leave Casey out to try like that. Alex, God damn it. You were just going to let her say I love you and then be like, I know. Okay, thanks. Casey, I love you. Okay, okay, okay. So the motherfucker wakes up. He's he's up. He's spooning Christopher. Which everyone. Christopher. Christopher, 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 Christopher. Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's that's what happened. Christopher's there. They're spooning. And they have a nice no homo moment because they're teenage boys in the 90s. Um, and then they all talk about the real world experiences back in the boring world. Um, and that Senna is missing there. And Jaleel... Pro- pro- sorry. Jaleel proposes the idea of parallel universes. And April is like, okay, but what if it's magic? And Jaleel's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's not possible at all. Um, which is why I got mad at him in the last podcast. Um, no, but wait, you have to say the the thing that's coming up right after she's like, "What if it's magic?" What what is what is the thing you you say? It. Like yeah. right after this, they see a fucking unicorn. Oh yeah, they see. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a unicorn. It's that that horse in the field that they thought was a horse. It's a unicorn. That's fun. Of course. Casey was making unicorn hair as she was saying the word unicorn. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) For everybody at home, that's when you hold your hair like a horn of a unicorn. So you take your ponytail, put it at the front of your head. (laughs) 
It's not a ponytail, it's a unicorn horn. <laughs> uh, Thurl comes by, he's like, hey, we're gonna go sail, you guys are coming with us, we're gonna go destroy the Sun Worshippers, aka the fucking Aztecs. So that's that chapter. Shit. The Aztecs are here. So magic is just science that you don't understand. Magic mm-hmm. is bullshit, but science fiction is science. That's Jaleel's... Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Jaleel's take. Yeah. But Tim's take is just because you don't understand something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like like summing it up as magic. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Things can exist that no. you don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. Like, to to deny the magic uh, in that situation with a unicorn in front of you. This is be like, I'm sure there's some scientific like, metachlorian-ass reason right, for whatever's right. happening. But, yeah, like, like, Harry Potter is just high metachlorians, but they have a wand to channel it. Like, yeah, it's just that's science saying. that's not there yet. Yep. Yep. Fucking A, man. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, like, to sit there and be like, magic doesn't exist. Yeah, it does. It's just crap you can't explain yet. Stop yeah. it. There's literally... And you know what? And and literally, Loki is chasing you right now. Like, shut up. That's, like, that's what pissed me off so much. Is it like, I feel like he's arguing about the semantics of the term yes. magic. It's like there's literally shit around you that's happening that you've never experienced before and mm-hmm. like can't exist in your world and your principles. And yet magic is the thing you have the issue with. Like, yeah. what the fuck is your damage, dude? Like, that's what I was like. Whole bunch of stuff. You don't get April summing it up as magic. Works. It's fine. Sure. For now. Yeah. Yeah. We can study it later. As for now, let's not get killed by Loki. Right. You know? I think April is the hero of this story. I know Maybe. I know I said that in a different context earlier. I just think she's the one that's gonna be like practical I, enough. When you know? I read the first Animorphs, I, I hate to keep going back to Animorphs. It's literally Wait, it's Animorphs Anonymous. But I don't want to compare. Show, my dude. I feel like we're going to be disappointed in this book series if we keep attaching it to Animorphs, and I don't want to do that. That's what we no, do every literally. time. Literally, after I read the first Animorphs book, I was like, Cassie's going to be the real hero of this series. Like, I said those words. You're not wrong, though. Yes, I was. I was super, super, super wrong. I mean. Super wrong. Like, the Casey. That Cassie, Cassie at the end. She paved the way for a lot of the victories that happened. Like, you have to think about, like, how the Taxon agreed to betray the Yerks because Cassie showed them that there was another way out of this with Aftran and the Yerk peace movement. Like, that, there's, she made a lot of big moves where she was definitely a huge part of the victory. I can't side-eye any harder. She also made a lot of big moves at the end of the book series. She did. And a lot of big moves that I didn't like at the end. But she set a lot of the groundwork for a lot of the stuff that went down that was good. to this Cassie apologist over here. Hang on, hang on. Tim, I never (laughs) got your opinion about Cassie Um, before. uh, I really, really liked... Like, Okay, Marco's my favorite character. Yeah. Hands down. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I liked Cassie a lot as a character right up until the end. Okay. It was were very you, hard for me to like Cassie. Were, after were you mad about the thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was mad about the thing. Okay. Like, I can't. We say it like we can't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what it is. But I also, I will tell you that the, almost that whole book series after each book, they'd be like, mm, 
Well, oh, that's kind of a spoiler too. Spoilers for Animorphs. Um, uh, they kept asking me, like, you think anybody's going to die in this book series? I was like, no, it's a kid's book series. Like the whole book series. Not putting together the fact that they are asking me this after every book. And maybe there's a reason that they're asking me that after every book. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not super bright on stuff like that. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I, no, I, that was what I said after the first book. I was like, I bet Cassie's the one who is the, the actual hero of this book series. Okay, can I make not leave with that one opinion. more minor argument? Yeah, sure. And it's like, again, I agree with you. I am fucking pissed about what she did with the cube. I'm fucking pissed about the shit that she did, the decisions she made for other people when she absolutely shouldn't have. That being said, I still think that Cassie's gray morality was such an important factor to the series overall. And I, like, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm yeah. not because it was real easy, especially for someone like me who read that book series as a, as a grown ass person to like, I I have decided what is right and wrong in each of these situations. And to like, well, maybe there's more to it than just what you see. And Mm -hmm. Cassie was the good Avenue for that most of the time. So I I will agree with that. It was just, it was an important note to have in there. Yeah. Amongst everything else. Do I think she's right? No, oftentimes I do not, but you know. We just had an Anna moment. I love this. What did you think? What did you think, Casey? I think uh, this whole Casey now, now Cassie thing Cassie, is killing so, I know. Yeah. No, I know listen, oh, listen. Tim, I did it for years. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. buddy. <laughs> oh, fuck. No, like, Axe is my favorite. Cassie's probably the one I relate to the most as like a mm-hmm. human being person. Um, but, like, I don't think I was ever, like, really, truly mad at her for anything. But, like, I, don't, I also don't know if I ever... I love what happened with her in terms of, like, this is a compelling story. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems maybe rude to, like, be like, oh, yeah, it's, like, really interesting. She was kind of, like, the fall guy at the very end. But, like narratively i thought that was so fucking cool that she's like the most like morally good character that who made like the biggest fucking mistake in the whole fucking series like Mm -hmm. i fucking love that from like Mm -hmm. a like a storytelling perspective but like i don't know if i ever got like truly upset and mad at her for doing that i don't know you know narratively it was the most interesting thing that could have happened yeah i do agree with that yeah, and I think that prior- but like, for I, me, yeah. that prioritizes anything emotional that I feel about it. But yeah. it didn't feel like a throwaway, like, like it was easy for me to look and be like, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like a throwaway thing that they added in just to make it more narratively compelling. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I, like, I don't know. I it was a really good, really good story. Yeah. You know, like- having read it all from one end to the other it's it's really good yeah i think i got more mad at axe for like being very rude and like racist ableist yeah, like sexist yeah, and like yeah. towards the andalites and like his thing but like mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> shit i was so mad at the end of book 54 like after reading the what the letter that they wrote mm-hmm. yeah. um it it and, you know, having time to think about it and stuff like it, it really makes a lot of sense the way they ended it. 
But the moment I put down that book, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, no. I was so fucking mad. It wasn't a, it wasn't a lingering mad. It was a, uh-huh. you have to give me more. You can't. Uh-huh. You can't. I, the first time I read book 54, I finished it, flipped it, started over again. Yeah. That's- and read it all again. I want to reread Animorphs now, you guys. God Me damn too. it. <laughs> Shit. We just listened to, <sighs> I say we, I did. Uh, we were talking about it, um, the book 54 episode of Animorphs Anonymous. Uh-huh. And I, I decided that it's my favorite episode of podcasts anything ever. Is so well done. Is so good. Oh, fuck, Alex getting the fucking voice actress. I know, it's so amazing. <laughs> oh, she did so like, good. Fuck. I feel like, like I'm being such a tool right now, like blowing up the podcast that I'm on right now. <laughs> like, it's like fucking wearing a band shirt to the concert, you know that you're the the band that you're seeing. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this, but no, that shit's. If you haven't listened to the book fifty four episode of this podcast, don't start there. You got to start with one, and you got to read the book series because it won't land. But it was really fucking good if you've read the whole book series. It's amazing. Incredible. That that voice actor Sierra J Blasco she Woo-hoo. she was incredible. Oh my god! Props to her. Oh my we god! We should we should get her on Animorphs Anonymous. And we should. Her. Why haven't we? Yeah, I know. Damn. You know, I want her to play Casey playing David. Like she better bring that hard hard Casey energy <laughs> to that David character. <laughs> You know what I love? Huh. I, okay. You know what? I'm going to keep talking about animals. Y'all didn't stop me, so I'm going to keep doing it. Do it. <laughs> Why would we stop I, you? I hate Get it. Get podcast. <laughs> I hate it when people argue about important things, but I love unimportant arguments, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's anything more realistically unimportant in life than a kid's book series. So I love it when people have not real arguments. Like, we've seen people have real arguments about it, and I'm like, well, this is kind of not cool. But, like, when people have the, like, who's the best character argument, I think that crap is fun as hell. You know? Mm -hmm. I just, I, and that one, there's a lot of room in that one to have a lot of different opinions. You know? And they're a wild ass. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's not, but, uh, (laughs) it's, uh, (laughs) no, it's like, you could, like, there's so much room, like, who's the best character? Did they do the right thing with David? You know, like all those type things. And there's just, there's, a, it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun thing. And it's a fun, like, group of people to be a part of. You know, that little insider bit that I was never a part of before that. Because I didn't grow up with Animorphs like everybody else. I like, and now I'm in this whole other thing, because none of us have the same favorite character. Yeah, I, y'all are all clearly wrong. No, I'm right. Are we going to end up with the same favorite character when we finish everworld oh because i know like we've already talked about who mine is and i think it's pretty obvious sure that he's the most interesting (laughs) it's probably going to be april by the time we're done (laughs) i feel like it's gonna be april yeah (laughs) that's early bets i feel like april's gonna just continue to shine throughout the series yeah but i don't know maybe we'll all end up hating her Maybe. Who's gonna die? Who do we think's gonna die in this series? But that's the other thing. Like, it's a, it's a. They've shown us before. But like, we can, we can turn on characters real quick. Oh, so real fast. Real quick. Within two chapters, sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Shit. 
Everworld Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who's going to die for real? Who's going to die in this series? Um, it's, ooh, too, it's too early. It. I hate it. I hate it, but I think Christopher's going to beef it. And it's gonna break my heart. Oh no! Yeah, oh, no. yeah. If I have to, if I had to put money on one of these kids, you're these right. four kids, I right feel now? like Christopher's gonna yeah. be. Yeah, I feel like you're right. Mm-hmm. Shit. They're gonna. No, I won't say it. Say it. It's like they're gonna. They're gonna serenity him. <gasps> Too soon, Casey. I'm sorry. Too soon. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. So I don't like people talk about like suspension of disbelief Uh and like, you know, they talk about how like they get like emotionally invested and I I don't get like that into stuff that I'm watching. I'll like stuff, but I don't get that into it that I forget that I'm watching stuff. Like it's just Mm -hmm. not how my brain, that was one of them. That was one of them. I was like, that one, that one hit me. It hit me hard, not probably harder than anything since the 1986 animated Transformers movie. <laughs> oh, people are gonna people are gonna think I own stock in that movie. By the time this is done. <laughs> Man, really like isn't that it true that you could? Because aren't the rights up for like I think nobody knows who owns it anymore. Yeah, so I you should be able to buy yeah. it soon. Yeah. I don't know. So, like you wouldn't know who to buy it from because I think whoever owned it was dissolved, so nobody nobody really knows. So just I think take if, it, Tim. I take should. It. I should. Take it. It's yours now. <laughs> if I could figure out who to buy it from, I would totally buy the rights right now to that movie. I mean, I, I couldn't afford that. It. <laughs> it's probably like ten dollars. Oh, God, if it was, we'll crowdfund it. I would be that. Yeah. Everybody send us a dollar so Tim can buy Transformers. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh. Weren't we talking about a book? Yeah, yeah. And then we talked about different books. <laughs> was, yeah, we talked about animals for a bit. That was nice. <laughs> it oh. it was. I just I kind of miss animals. Every I once in a while, too. it's just really nice to I, I check lo- back in. I love the look that both of y'all give me every time I say I don't want to talk about animals too much. <laughs> Where we're like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have it tattooed on my body. <laughs> my favorite thing is when we go out to dinner in Georgia, specifically with Jeff, sweet baby Jeff, and Shannon is inevitably sitting there while the three of us get deep into Animorphs lore. Oh, <laughs> and no. Shannon's just like, what the fuck, guys, oh, again? Oh, no. <laughs> Not these fucking ass. I'm just gonna eat my cheesecake. Fuck these assholes. <laughs> okay, back on track. Okay, okay. Thank you, Tim, for getting us back on track. <laughs> She's gonna cut all of that out and then just Ex- leave that. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm gonna do. Tim, I've edited enough of things now that you know me. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. We're going to the boat. The, the kids <laughs> afternoon, they watch the Vikings load up the ship, prepare for departure. They get on a rowboat that will take them to their ship. David would like to remind us that he is very comfortable around boats because his dad had a boat and he would go on the boat with his dad. Boats, boats, boats. Um, he really likes semen. 
<laughs> Alex, you're better than that. No, I'm it's not. Low hanging fruit, Alex. Just Wink. like, just like, you know where I'm, I'm going. Yep. I'm, I'm only raging because you beat me to it. Oh, no. I <laughs> see. Here's the advantage here is I know Casey's cadence, so I know when I can just lob that for me, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Oh, no. Yeah, it comes from our boats and semen. Um, uh, they set off. They see the wall that they were chained to. David casually asks Thorolf if he has heard of a girl named Senna who is apparently a witch. And Thorolf tells him to shut the fuck up. He doesn't, he doesn't know any witches. Don't talk to him about witches. They'll get cursed. Um, and the kids start talking about how to find her, if they should even find her. And April proposes that maybe they are on a destined path and doing exactly what they need to do. David knows that he needs to find Senna, but he has to be alive to do it. Uh, they they reach the ship. They are introduced to the crew, which is basically a bunch of Vikings and their wives and girlfriends and mistresses and all sorts of shit. Um, they set off, and the kids all stand around feeling stupid and useless. So David sits down and starts rowing because, as I've mentioned, he is very comfortable around boats, if you recall correctly. Um, most of the rest of this chapter is Michael Grant giving facts about boats. I know it's you, Michael Grant. You think I can't fucking tell at this point? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Unmute yourselves, damn it. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> this is some oh, no. book 46. I'm on a fucking warship. I'm going to tell you about all the fucking planes that are here. <laughs> Energy. There's some days that Michael Grant just wants you to know that he knows a lot about boats and planes. <laughs> And that's great. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm happy for your for your journey and your knowledge and your interest, Michael Grant. But if you can't think I fuck, can't fucking tell that it's you writing, piloting, commanding Just, this book at this time. The helmsman of the book. The helms the captain of this particular ship. Cut to Michael Grant. Typing away at a like 1950s typewriter with uh-huh. a cigar, and he's just type, type, typing, and then he pulls the paper out and says, Ha ha, Casey will never be able to sell. <laughs> There's no greater joy in my mind. <laughs> Then Michael Grant doing precisely that. I can picture him on his patio in his hat, smoking his cigar, and just going, I've got her this time. (laughs) (laughs) That boat fact was so innocuous that she will never know. Oh, my God. I love that for me. Oh. That you are a character that haunts Michael Grant's face. <laughs> I'm, I'm his, his arch nemesis. Yeah. I love it. It's like Michael Grant just runs in in the middle of this podcast, like, curse you, Casey, next time, and then runs out. <laughs> he can't come here. <laughs> he's like, the. He's, are you muted? <laughs> Good, because the shit I said was so dumb. What did you say? I said, can he not come here because you have to invite him in like a vampire? <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't oh, listen just... to these, does he? 
I hope I, not. There's no way to yeah. know. <laughs> but he's got better shit to do. Oh my god. He's, he's gonna be like, that show was pretty cool till that third guy got there. <laughs> oh no! Are you kidding me? This is the best there's, we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, this is for real the best. But like, it is distressing when you're like, Okay, first of all, like, no one listens to these. And then you make, like, a few friends, like Jeff and, like, the people in Discord. You're like, okay, they listen to this, but this is still our private thing. And then fucking Chris Grine will come in like, yeah, you guys gave me a lot of facts about birds. And I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, God, somebody heard me. (laughs) No, no. This is what I intended. You the intended audience, Chris. (laughs) What have we done? Shit. We put this out in the public for anyone to listen to? What were we thinking? You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't think the public would actually listen. <laughs> that was the worst part when Catherine's like, tell me the name of your podcast. I want to write it down to listen. I was like, oh, no. No. Oh, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, I just forgot. <laughs> I forgot it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Catherine. I forgot. You God can tell forever. by the way that I can't talk. very Christopher Walken, but then I forgot it. I forgot. I forgot. Oh, Oh, no. Wow, it has escaped me at just this moment. Wow. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh. All right. The boat. The boat. We're on the boat. We're on a boat. Motherfuckers. It's going fast. That night, the kids have to sleep on the deck of the boat. April has to go sleep in the back with the women, most of whom are having sexy times with the men, because that's all women are. They're sex objects, things to have sex with and to. David goes to sleep, and he wakes up at Starbucks where he works. He works there because it pays better than McDonald's, but it also pisses him off because they're all yuppies, and he hates them, and they're fake and stupid. Um, and he wakes up back in Everworld because someone stepped on his hand. Then he goes back to sleep. He's in his car and he's mad because he's wearing some stupid golfing shirt that his mommy didn't do laundry for him. And his mom's a bitch because she's trying to get him to get along with her boyfriend, Eddie, who's a shitty professor at a university. And his car is broken and he gets out of it and kicks it because that's how you deal with your fucking problems, David. Did, did Austin just show up to role play a scene between a child and his mom? <laughs> It's your hog, mommy, you stupid bitch. That fucking destroyed me. <laughs> oh, so, God. I, I, mm. Yeah. yeah. Dave, David. 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 Kick your car. Not everybody's out to get you, man. Not they everybody's are, the enemy. Everyone's not even just, most people. Yeah. Yeah. They're only the enemy because you're making them that way, bud. Fuck This okay, but this was a super interesting. I think it comes up a little later, but I'm gonna do what Tim did and just say the thing now because why not? (laughs) Please, Um, it is really interesting that they mentioned. Don't let that be my legacy. (laughs) (laughs) The guy that couldn't keep shit in order. This is the guy that can't keep track. No, that's not it. Um, No, it. What was super interesting was they mentioned that when they weren't actively controlling their own bodies, their own bodies were more emotional. In the reactions, like in the real yeah. world, mm-hmm. when they were in the ever world. What a weird thought. Yeah. Like just T-H-O-T. like. T-H-O-T. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like you're piloting your body, but you're not at the same time. And I just, it goes back to that whole thing where it's like you had to like, what would you say? File save the two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. file save to sync the working file with the save file. Yeah. But like, that's also like kind of like an id versus um, like, th- yeah. like it's a psychology thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you take out like the higher thought, then what's left yeah. is your kind of reactional emotional brain. You're, you're um, the thing that goes away mm-hmm. when you get drunk. In, in, um, inhibition. Yeah. That one. Okay. Yeah. Your inhibition yeah. for yeah. calming your yeah. fucking temper yeah. is mm-hmm. gone. When you say the higher thought, T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. I can't, uh, I can't help but think of Zoolander with the computer. The files like, that's where the I computer. go. <laughs> oh, God. All right. After kicking his car, because he's mad, big mad, um, David wakes up because some ocean spray gets in his eyes. He goes back to sleep again, and he's on the quad having lunch with April, Jaleel, and Christopher. Christopher has kind of a blank look on his face because he is awake in Everworld, but then he snaps back to reality while there grows gravity. Um, And April (laughs) tells them all about how the Viking women are having sex with some dudes, and some dudes have been trying to sleep with her, and that's cool, I guess. Very casual, whatever. Um, And she says, in this world, the real world, her friends are... Treating her very weird because of all this swapping in between worlds. She feels like she's going insane, and they talk about how to stay in the real world and what they can do to accomplish this. And David insists once again, no, we're not staying without Senna. And then he wakes up in Everworld again, and all he feels is relief. (gasps) What a twist. So... Both Alex and I, as soon as you said he got ocean spray in his eye, were both like cranberry juice. Yes, I, that was the most zebras thing that happened once in a while. I forgot. I saw us both on mute, look at the camera, and mouth the words "juice." I'm so sad. I missed that. I was looking at the words that I wrote. Juice. Oh I was God. like, I don't remember that scene, but I believe it happened. Yeah, I do. So he's he's doing the thing again where he's really super hung up on Bella, and I don't understand how him and Bella could be, you know, so into each other after like five minutes. It's not like we've read any book series yeah. like this exactly. Uh-huh. Not a single one. Yeah. It's like... I'm not leaving Everworld without Senna. Stop. You don't know her. She lives there. You admitted at the beginning of the book you knew nothing about her. Right. Right. And that you still knew nothing about her and that you went into her own bedroom, which was so bland, you still know less about her now. Right. Because she's not a person from Earth. She's a person from Everworld. Yeah. She's a witch. Maybe. I think she's... uh, princess mm, yeah or could be princess what do you call the daughter of a god i guess a princess demi god yeah maybe she's like a higher up in the mlm what can i say except you're welcome a demisexual god she may have started her own mlm actually this is probably what this all is this is how yeah. you get four people a mom <laughs> Yeah, I don't. She, Sin is gonna be fine. But like, let's be let's be real. Sin is gonna be fine. But like, the big takeaway from this chapter was 
for me was the fact that he hates his job and everyone's out to get him and the real world sucks. And yeah. he, he felt relief when he was back in Everworld because that's where he wants to be now. So you're saying now that we're so Tobias vibes? No, he's like as deep as a Blink-182 song. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh. oh, that one got me. Oh. <laughs> I, I mentioned... I mentioned a little bit of Tobias, and Alex was like, shut that shit down right now. <laughs> Don't you talk about Tobias that way. <laughs> oh, no. I love Tobias. I that, was the, that was the angle, though, right? Not that he's as deep a character, but right. that, like, not like he's a fish out of water when he's in his regular water. You know, yeah, he has yeah. To be in the, the his pH water. is not real, balanced real correctly. <laughs> He's a freshwater fish in a saltwater world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aren't, aren't we all though, Alex? Yeah, yeah, and we keep adapting like sharks swimming upstream, but <laughs> not fast enough, man. <laughs> oh my god, you know, what I just realized what. So, the king's name is Olaf. And then the guy we're about to meet, his name is Sven. There's, oh, no. There's a Frozen going on. <laughs> they ghost wrote Frozen. Oh, my God. Not the second one, clearly, but no. the first yeah, one, yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what is Frozen but a fish out of water theme? Trying to reconcile yourself with your powers. Disney. They ghost wrote Frozen. Yeah. So you're saying that Disney stole... The idea from Everworld? I think in the narrative I was weaving, okay, uh, it was that they commissioned it from Catherine and Michael. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah your way is a lot less nefarious. Yeah, but now I like it less because it is less <laughs> nefarious. <laughs> they got them sweet royalties. <laughs> like their best-selling movie in a long time. (laughs) Casey channels Barry White every now and then. (laughs) I thought it was uh, the other... The other Ron Swanson that wasn't Ron Swanson. Who's that actor? Oh, yeah. Nick Offerman? Nick Offerman. No, no, no. The guy that played alternate Ron with the blueberry wine. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah cowboy guy. Um Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's got more southern drawl. It was just it was like a very blueberry <laughs> wine moment for me. Turns your chiclets blue. <laughs> Didn't Sam Elliott used to do truck commercials? Probably. Probably. I wonder if he ever did one for truck month. <gasps> Chevy Trump. You got Wait, I, again, I can only do Dr. Booth and that's it. That's the only thing I've got. <laughs> I love Sam Elliott. I don't know anything about him. I just like how he looks. Little cowboy man. How he sounds. Yeah. Sven Sword Eater. He is named that because he's got some scars on his face. You want to know how he got these scars? (laughs) He had a sword or something. Um, Sven's like, hey, what's up, David? Who's coming over here, walking over here to talk to me? I got the lowdown on all of you. You're from a different world. David's like, yes, it's very different than this. And Sven kind of gives a backstory about Everworld. Uh, It was all fine and dandy. They were pillaging and stealing and 
carrying on, and then the Hetwan showed up, and David's like, oh yeah, those guys, I saw one in Loki's castle, and Sven's like, what the fuck? And he drags David across the ship, trying to find his father, Harold. Harold's like, you saw one? David's like, yeah. And the entire crew is scandalized. And David tells them more, but decides to leave out the part about Senna, and he only mentions that Loki was after some witch. Harold holds a sword to his neck, and the other kids come, and they vouch for David. April insists they didn't know anything. They don't. They didn't even know that Everworld even existed, and that there were no Vikings or Loki in their world. And Harold says that Everworld formed, and the gods of the old world came to live there. And he tells everybody to go back to their duties, and lay- David lays down but cannot go to sleep. Words. Coming out in the wrong order? Bear with me. Bear with me. Harold! Harold! Harold, the boys found a witch! (laughs) (laughs) Harold, the boy lies. Okay, I'm gonna get mad about this next part. Hang on. Uh, Unless you guys have... No, fucking go! You promised me rage. Okay, I'm ready to rage. Okay, it's morning. There's a horrible toilet situation. There's food. Everything's great. Jaleel's writing in the notebook from April's backpack. He's going to keep a record of everything that happens to them here. They can look back on it and try to figure out clues to all the mysteries. Um, David's like, hey, do you hate all of this? And Jaleel's like, no, this is amazing, but it's not my life. My life is back there, my family and friends and my job. And David asks him what he he's going to do with the rest of his life. And Jaleel wants to go to college. And David goes into this rant about how the real world sucks because all they're going to be doing is going to work and getting married and having kids and buying shoes and all that boring bullshit. That's no life for a man. And April comes over and she's like, oh, you don't want any of that? You don't want all the good things like family and friends and children? And David's like, no, life used to be better and more adventurous, like exploring the Wild West and going to war. Sven's life is so much more interesting than ours. He's a man and I'm a boy. And April gets very pissed as did i and she's like you live in the richest most powerful nation on earth in a very privileged position of society what the fuck are you complaining about and christopher and jaleel tell them to cool off but they are both still very mad uh the journey goes on david has a couple more instances in the real world and more time goes on the more he hates everything it's boring and he hasn't done everything anything with his life everything sucks and by the time at some point, he heads to the borders to try and find a book about sailing to see if it could help in Everworld. When he passes by the coffee shop, he sees Senna. Okay, that's the end of the chapter. What the fuck, David? I know it's he's Like, I'm just going to I'm gonna turn my chair around. I'm going to sit in my chair and I'm going to have a talk with David here for a minute. Yeah. I know it's easier to just go ahead and decide that you hate everything than to put yourself... And a position where you could possibly get to know people. But I promise you that you don't have to hate everything. Not everything is wrong. You can try and talk to people. And you might actually find out that you enjoy talking to some of them. Like, please, David, stop. Please. The the uh, The only reason that everything is so awful is because you make it that way, bud. The only reason that you hate everybody is because you choose to do it. Like, just give give peace a chance, bro. <laughs> I just I, like yeah, that was that was my speech for him. But yeah, it's like like you're doing it, dude. I was not. I wouldn't say I was an angry teenager at all. But like, is this like a teenager thing? I okay. Like, so like, 
I was probably a lot more like David when I was young than I would want to admit now. But it was that same thing where it was like, it, you just assume that people don't like you, people are going to be difficult, uh, whatever is stupid, like, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, just, just, just try not being that way, bro. Just, just try it. Just try it. Just try it. I think this is me talking to past him. Oh. I think I'm trying to get through to him. Just be like, it doesn't have to be that way. Oh. No, and it's the same thing. Like, uh, just uh, April's right. You're you're wrong. You know, whatever Finn's got going on, it has nothing to do with you, bro. Just be the best you. You know, I I fall into a lot of, like, everything sucks, the world is terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, I fall into those moods even, even as an adult person. But, like, it's the whole, like, oh, shit used to be so c- much cooler than, the, like, the Wild West and, like, going to war and stuff. And I'm like, bitch, you yeah. have no fucking idea yeah. what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. What What fucking nasty, toxic masculinity cocktail are you trying to fucking drink here? You stupid shit. You have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. I would like to argue, but like honestly, today if you were like, go ride a horse and shoot a gun and fight somebody outside of a saloon and die by the age of 25, I'd be like, all right. No, like you. it was cool up until, like if you told me that I could ride around and shoot a gun, I'm like, that's neat. You got to do it at people or else they're shooting at you. I'd be like, nope, I'm out. That sounds horrible. You know, I, this was fun a minute ago when I was shooting at nothing, like little targets or something. That would be fun, you know? It, it's like, go go fucking parachuting out of an airplane or something. Like, if you want to mm-hmm. live an adventurous life, you could do that safely mm-hmm. with it. And, like, you don't have to. Yeah, no. Don't don't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, yeah, I want to go and commit war crimes in Korea oh, and shit yeah. like that. Like, fuck That's off, like, my dude. N- nostalgia is nostalgia is such a terrible thing but like the idea of nostalgia for something you were never a part of like it's just no dude <laughs> like no you clearly have no idea what you're talking about yeah yeah and like the kids who are like I want to go commit a war crime are exactly the kids you don't want going right war. that's that's like red flag like if somebody I'm... said that I'd be like uh-uh. yeah no that's like no you don't like I just mm, go play mm, a video game, right? That's why they're there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, David's a shithead. I want to punch him a little bit. Uh. Yeah, but like as teens, I was very much an angry teen, so I can, I kind of get it. But like, and an angry adult. Let's be real. Well, okay, nothing's yeah. changed. <laughs> Yeah, I I realized that the whole talk that I just had with David is going to go in one ear and out the other. Yeah. But I can't help but want to, like, help him out, you know? Right, because you're hoping, like, maybe it'll sink in for someone. And someone can just, you know, cheat code their way through a few years. Yeah. But the whole point of being a teenager is to do it the hardest way possible to do it (laughs) for yourself. Well, and I just can't help but think of, like, in, I forgot what book it was, but when Jake was talking to his mom... And and she was all like, dude, it sucks to be a teenager. And, like, this is, you know, everything you're experiencing is, like, the worst 
it has been in your life so far and it's going to mm-hmm. feel like that. And and like I think about that and I'm and I kind of was like, "Oh, he's just a stupid teen. Like he'll grow out of it." And like that's the that's the old me talking, but it's also like being a real bonehead, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about that speech. I swear it was like book six or something that Jake's mom had that talk with him. But I just thought about that the other day and like how validating that conversation was for kids. Like, hey, the shit you're going through just because people are like, it's not important because you're young. Fuck those people. But I like Jake a lot more than I like David. (laughs) Jake's a lot more mature at 13 or whatever. Yeah, I mean, fair. 16 or 17 or however the whole thing. I don't know. I was I was mad about it. Uh, did, did, did that. Oh, but he he goes back to Borders, Border Bookstore, and he sees Senna. Senna's here. Oh yeah, that fucking conversation. Oh, yeah. She's fucking here. She hasn't appeared since the beginning of the book. She's fucking here. And she's being cryptic as fuck about where she is and what's going on. And then she's like, I'm gonna use my super awesome cryptic. Uh, premonition powers to tell you that there's a battle coming up you should stay the fuck out of it it's not your fight and you need to be alive so that you can be my champion you need to run and then she disappears and david wakes up in everworld to the sailors yelling land ho and then we're very nice her name is senna she's not a hoe (laughs) land ho all right last chapter are you guys Okay, shit's about to get real. It has been two days since they started their journey. The landscape looks completely different now. They are entering the mouth of a wide river. On the left is a small fishing village with mud and thatch-roof cottages! And on the right is a city that looks both ancient and modern. It is surrounded by jungle with giant stepped pyramids, including one that disappears into the clouds because it's so big. Thorolf announces that it is the city of... I'm gonna fuck this up. Huitzilopochtli, Huitzilopochtli, um, something like that. I'm so sorry. Um, and they are to retrieve the head of the god of the same name. And April's like, that's impossible. You can't just behead a god. And he's like, haha, but we have a secret weapon. We have Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. And all the Vikings are getting ready and preparing their weapons. And David gets himself a sword. They see distant human figures racing along the defensive wall, getting ready for battle. As David mentally prepares, Jaleel tries to tell him that this isn't their fight. This is real war and real death and stop acting like a macho asshole. And David is like, hey, you see those guys on the wall? They don't know we're not Vikings and they're going to kill us. And Jaleel is clearly very scared and that makes David feel better. Because David's also very scared, but he doesn't want to admit it because he's a big strong man. Um, But then Jaleel goes off in search of a weapon. Uh, David is freaking out and can't help but imagine himself getting impaled by a spear. Uh, the boat approaches the beach and the Vikings start firing their bows at the Aztecs. And as the boat hits the shore, Harold cries for them to attack. David is swept up in the madness and the electricity of the yelling crowd. He sees an enemy thrust a spear at him, but he dodges and catches the Aztec on the side of the head. And then he just starts cutting through these guys with his sword. He sees the King Olaf hit a guy on the side of the head with the hammer, and the guy doesn't just fall, he goes flying. And the Vikings are all pumped by this, and David is also caught up in the frenzy and starts chanting murderous thingies with everyone else. Um, and they start chasing the Aztecs away, 
and then a dark cloud appears over the beach. They look up, and it's not a cloud. It is a giant man-shaped thing appearing from the top of the largest pyramid. He is bright blue with bands of yellow, glittering white stars around his eyes, feathers down his back and head. He is holding a snake in one hand and a bloody mirror in the other. David wonders how he could be so big, so far away. David has felt dread and Loki's presence, but this guy feels like the heart and soul of evil. And all he can hear in his head is Senna saying, run away, David, run away. And that's this book. All right. So here is my book series prediction. Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know. I'm going to give you like a little narrative, right? For this. This may not, the, the details of this may not be exact, but I think this is the idea. Imagine there's a god, and that god has a son, and that son is kind of a little shit. And so the dad god is like, you're being a little shit, I'm going to teach you a lesson. And he like whacks him across the head, uh-huh. and, and this causes the, the amnesia type situation, and then he boots him to earth, and he has to find his way back home. And that is David. Oh. Yeah. All right. David has some some beginnings in Everworld, and he has to find his way back to who he is. Oh. I like that quite a lot. Yeah, that's why the real maybe, world isn't good enough for him. Yeah, and maybe Senna has something to do with that. Maybe Senna is like uh-huh. uh, his Everworld girlfriend or something. His Everworld His betrothed. Friend. Yeah, oh. maybe. maybe. And, and she's like under these like these strict orders from dad god and says you can't you can't just tell him he got to come to it on his own oh my god i like how you get more southern when you play dad god boy's gotta become who he's gonna become on his own can't just tell. Can't just tell. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn it. <laughs> I love benevolent Southern Dad God. <laughs> okay, what do you what do y'all think? What do y'all think is gonna happen? Well, I want to subscribe to your thing now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a pretty cool prediction. I really like that prediction quite a lot. Can I be on that that hill with you? Yes, absolutely. There's room. Perfect. There's room enough for us all. Hell yeah. yeah. I dig it. That yeah. sounds really, really cool. Yeah. How, how, okay, like one to ten, one being lowest, ten being most. How into reading the rest of this series are you after reading this first book? Ten. Okay. Is it because of my prediction? Honestly, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, that would be fucking cool <laughs> as fuck. So the prediction is helping. But it's, it's honestly just that, like, it's, it's, like Catherine and Michael, like it's going to go a place that I don't know where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. They're going to fool me. Someone's probably going to die, but then maybe sometimes they don't. So like I, there's, it's going to be crazy and I can't yeah. wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Absolutely. It's the gods we make on the way. <laughs> it's the dad gods we make on the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, I, I I agree. I agree. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun not liking David. 
Yeah. You know. And it's going to be really fun if he has that redemption arc and then we have to be like, oh, okay, we were a little yeah. hard on David. <laughs> oh, no. I really do hope that it will switch perspectives, though. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to get an April book. Yeah. Yeah. And a Christopher book, too. Uh-huh. It, that Christopher book would be funny as hell. It would be. That would be That would be a Marco book. Yeah. That would be very fun. I mean, it's gotta, right? Like, it's... Like, they gotta do that. Like, I, I haven't looked at the other know. books, but, like... So, like... Uh, this, I'm gonna I'm gonna meta book here. Yeah. Um, if you wrote a book series that rotated uh, viewpoints, would you want to do it in your next book series, or would you try to stay away from it? Um, I don't I don't know the answer. There may not be an answer to that, but I just like that'd be the first thing I'd think of. It's like, would they would they not want to do it again because they already did that in Animorphs? Yeah. But like, how much is them, and how much is like, hey, this formula is working, Ooh. so let's yeah. rewrite it and stamp a. Also a good point. Yeah. Also a good point. But yeah, I'm super like I want to start reading book two right now. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And you can. <laughs> I guess if you want I to cannot. <laughs> Some of us have to read a YA horse girls novel for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Fair enough. Oh. Oh, yeah, shit. I like it. I'm in. I'm ready to yeah. go. I'm really I super ready like to rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still, I don't like the characters yet, but I think I will. I want. We haven't had a, we haven't had a lot of time with them yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like, Man, you guys, you're, you're right about, like, David is just a kid. Like, yeah. we are, mm-hmm. I think you're right that we're going to end up, he's going to redeem himself somehow. Maybe. Unless he he's, goes, like, full villain arc. That See, that could also be very fun. That yeah. could be very fun. Or what if, like, what if he's, like, somehow destined to become that villain? But then sort of and then blocks that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Huh. And like Senna is the one trying to draw him to his destiny, yeah. and April is the exact opposite, drawing him away Dude. from that destiny. Yeah. That could be interesting. That's why Senna has such a pull on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. This is just like the Spyro game that Elijah Woods faces, and there's the <laughs> evil dragon. <laughs> yeah, Cinder, or whatever her name was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay, I gotta, I gotta talk, I gotta talk to the people for a minute. Yeah. See, I'll just hang out for a minute. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. People listening, are y'all reading this? Because you should be reading this, and then you should come to the Discord and talk about it because I want to argue with people. Because arguing about kids' books is fun. Glad Tim, we had this talk. Tim, go fight you. Yeah. No, like, seriously. Like, read the books. Read, talk to me about them. Read all the books. Read all the books. Like, everything we've read so far, go fucking read that if you haven't yet. Yo. I've tried to bully so many people into reading Frontlines, I can't even begin oh to tell God. you. And I haven't even started to bully people into reading Otter. I... Would have read Frontlines if I had to do a podcast about Frontlines. That is literally the reason that I'm here, is to make me read Everworld. So, 
Yeah. The only thing stopping me from reading Frontlines is time. I'll get there, Michael Grant. I will. He listens to this, so no. yeah. that's a no, binding promise. He said no. that, that yeah. not a lot of people have read Frontlines. <laughs> everything, <laughs> else, everything else I've read, I've read Gone, I've read Berserk, and I've read the, the two books of Messenger of Fear, and they've all been phenomenal, so I'm sure Frontlines is phenomenal. Oh my god, it's so good. God, I'm excited yep. to get to the others, too. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, was... I'm excited for y'all to get to Gone. Me too. Yeah. Casey's doing a silent visual ad on a podcast. <laughs> I think she's trying to sell us on Everworld. Look how You've shiny it is. <laughs> what is book two called? Neverworld. <laughs> Isn't that a Neil Gaiman book? Probably. That's no, Neverwhere. I don't. It's in my bookshelf. I'm I'm hot wired into the computer. Hang on. I'm hot wired into the computer. I'm not. I'm. I got my wires. Grandma's got not our at wires. the front of the book. Everwell book two. Good thing we have the end. Not land of loss. What land, land of loss? Of loss. That's what we're going to podcast about next, children. So please get your books ready. And Red, and you can join us on our journey to discussing them, and Tim will fight you. I will. I yeah. will. Try and tell me Christopher's not the best. Well, closing thoughts, anyone? T-H-O-T. <laughs> I laid them all out on the table. Yeah. I let all my thoughts go in real time. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh my god, me too. I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to hurt myself from anticipation okay where (laughs) the fuck can the people find us if you would like to turn in your book reports from reading this to teacher casey you can do that at anonymous animorphs at gmail.com you can also go to our facebook group which is animorphs anonymous or super secret super awesome subgroup the andalite bandalites and uh, you can go to Twitter at Animorphs and Non. You can go to Instagram at Animorphs and Non. And then, hey, guess what? We're also the Apple Grant Bookcast. Welcome. This is also the same podcast as this one, but slightly different. So go to Apple Grant Cast on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook at Apple Grant Cast Bookcast. So there you go. Those are all the places you can turn in your work. Go immediately now to the Discord server if you want an ass kicking by Tim. <laughs> Uh, get the link to that ass kicking anywhere from our socials. Just contact us. We'll send you the link and you can come get your ass kicked. I feel like I've been built up. I'm probably going to get like dismantled in these arguments (laughs) very quickly. Everyone knows our discord is notoriously filled with fighty people. Notoriously, notoriously (laughs) fighty people. It's a bloodbath. It's a fucking Roman Colosseum of despair. And every time you lose, you get booted and you have to start from the bottom up all over again. It's like, it's like Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yes. It is like Mortal Kombat. It's a fighting game of nerds. And the only reason we're there is to go finish him. (laughs) Last, All right. last time Jeff punched me down in that little pit thing, he did the uppercut thing that knocked me off the bridge. Tiger it does do that. Wait, does that's do that Street Fighter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They can just run all together now. All right, my ass done being kicked, and I need a soothing bomb to recover with. 
What can I go and recover with, Casey? If you need a soothing balm in the form of two young men making googly eyes at each other and flirting quite a bit, you can go read my webcomic beside you at bsideyoucomic.com. You can read it on top of some webtoons if you really like this soothing balm and you want to get more delivered to your home via the internet through an email system that Patreon provides, you can join my Patreon and uh, help me support making the comic with your money dollars. Uh, you can go find that at patreon.com slash Studios. Yeah! It's the balm that we need, not the balm <laughs> that we deserve. <laughs> That's exactly right. Last times it was alms, and this week it's balms. <laughs> it's balms. <laughs> it's balms. <laughs> Next week it's calms. Oh, damn. And anyways, as Casey was saying, join her Patreon, patreon.com slash KCD Studios, and you can get the Slater cast for only $80,000 a month. That's right. We've raised the price to 80000 because Dan and I are starting on a new adventure to bring bombs to your home from the Dan van. That's right. We're doing it. And delivered. And delivered. <laughs> We're going to bring bombs and put them in your palms. Oh! <gasps> Tim did it. Tim, you can join us in the Dan Man. That's good. That's good marketing. We need a PR guy. <laughs> oh. Oh man. All right. So you're proving your your PR chops here. Your PR prowess. So can you sell me on something else, Tim? Um, I have this used podcast, low mileage. Uh. I even have the car facts for it. It's called Horse Girls. <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> Alex is dying. What kind of deal can I get on this podcast? Um, it's free. Unless you want to pay money for it. And then you can pay money for it. You get a little more. We'll throw in some like. You get a moon roof. And some Patreon content. Like <laughs> you get a horse a in month. the barn. You get a horse to pull your car. <laughs> I don't think I'm selling it very well. It's you really are. funny and it's fun to you do. Are. So you should go listen to it. Yeah. Oh my god. Go to singlethoughtconnection.com. T H O T. Or seven spices of course. <laughs> That was not how I pronounced it in my head. I pronounced it. (laughs) That's how it's going to be from now on. It's Christopher Walken having a stroke. Uh, It was was Cho-ass in my head. Cho-ass is very good. No, it's way more chaotic the way you did it. I'm sorry, it's more coatic. Coatic, yes. Coagulate. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyways, yeah, horse girls. It's the best. It's super fun. It's, so it's wonderful. Um, you can also find all three of us on a show called Late Starters. Let's sell this one together, guys. Okay. Three heads are better than one. <laughs> is Pokemon TTRPG is fun. We're all, that's good. I We're all good. old ass bitches on our Pokemon <laughs> journey. Hey, older than usual. Yeah. <laughs> I have to really stretch for my role. 
That's an old ass bitch. Is Stop. that because your joints are <laughs> we're, we're elderly need, as shit. I need a balm for my joints. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. We're doing great. We're doing <laughs> we're killing it. the best like no one ever was. <gasps> to catch that is my real we've test. Been, we've been really, really trying to crack that... 14 minute outro record yeah, yeah. i think we're really pushing it yeah today. i feel like we're killing it we're doing so good <laughs> anyways check out late starters on all your podcatchers go to thelatestarters.com if you need a website to get you to where you want to go um and also you can see all the amazing art done by casey on there patreon.com slash studios. there you go uh yeah. there's one more show to talk about right now and that's dungeons and draken beams <laughs> guess what i'm on that show it's very fun i'm on there with host girl jenna and it's a delight we uh play animals idiot teens with a death wish that go ahead and touch animals turn to anything that they can touch and we touch so many animals it's distressing we really should have been killed by now but every week austin lets us live and every time i'm like that's a terrible idea you can't just pet a rhino you moron this is so mean i just called austin a moron he's not even here (laughs) he's not even here and he's not a moron jesus i'm a monster (laughs) all right that's enough that's enough outro for me i've had too much it's going to my head okay i gotta throw in one more thing yeah okay Um, uh i did get to play uh in the patreon episodes of botched for november so I know you, if you haven't listened to Botched, you may not want to do the Patreon thing yet. So go listen to Botched and listen to a bunch of it and fall in love with them because they're wonderful. And then give them money for their Patreon and then you can hear the Patreon episodes that I played on because they were a ton of fun. And it might be a good idea to just get in all their episodes because there's like Horse Girls references. But also because they're like... There's a ton of really, really great Patreon episodes. Like, I mean, when I say a ton, they've been doing it for years. There's a ton. Yeah. Years of And they content. are so good. Space Vikings, fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, Bosch Podcast is amazing. Check out M Swan. Oh my God, we know so many good people. Yeah. Swan named Emily everywhere. Hey, yeah, go check out Doodle Crew. Because it Guess rules. Guess what? Because it fucking rules. And people that you know may be on there and may be on there in the future, too. You don't fucking know. God. I don't know what happened here. I'm sorry. <laughs> we always get aggressive in the end credits. We do. It's fine. It's like Alex is just not going to be happy unless she alienates somebody. It's right. Fine. Yeah. It's like, it's. I feel like it's because there's this like, I am David in that, <laughs> <laughs> in the outros, I want to ask you guys for favors, but I feel like the world won't do me favors. So I have to get angry about it. <laughs> so I have to get man kick a car. <laughs> Because my mom didn't do my laundry. My mom didn't do my laundry. I've been wearing the same shirt that Tim's seen me in for two years now and has called me out on it. And I'm just mad. I have to kick my podcast until it works better, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>